I got some water here for you. You, you H2O guy? You like water? Yeah. Absolutely, bro. Everybody from New York loves the water because the tap is just so damn good. Love-hate relationship, I mean. Love-hate? I needed to survive, so I... Yeah. Ted Jones. What's up, dude? <laughs> good to see you. How you been, man? Twin Teds. Uh, dude, so I was, uh, was going to see Oppenheimer last night. Yeah. Have you seen that movie yet? I have not. I, I plan on seeing it. It's just, I don't know if I could see a three-hour movie in theaters like that because I'm just going to go to the bathroom four times. I don't know how strong your bladder is, but you came in from Bushwick and had to use the restroom, so I assume like you have a normal bladder, right? Like I don't understand people who can hold it in for, for that long. Not even normal. I, I would say I have a, uh, a below, I have a below average. Yeah, I think I do too. Is there any way to improve that? Have you heard? or? <laughs> I wonder if there's like a stretch you can do. Yeah. You know? Maybe you can make it stronger though. Like people who go on road trips and are in the car for extended period of time. I think that's a good way to train your bladder. Yeah. Maybe if you just hold it a lot. Yeah. Instead of breaking the seal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't like to really go to the restroom and or I, it's, it's hard in New York city to go to the restroom when you're outside of your apartment. Do you find that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I love how we're starting out this conversation. We're getting like, right into yeah. it. Let's get personal. <laughs> getting deep, dude. <laughs> Tell me about your bladder. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. We're both named Ted and we both have small bladders. Yeah, so. I know. We got to find out what else we got going on, dude. You know what that's like? That's like like when you meet your first friend in elementary school. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. That's, that's like, all the we commonality. Both, like, we were, were waiting online for the bathroom and I'm like, Ted. And you're like, Ted. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But what's your name? You're like, Ted. And we're like, What? And we both have to pee right now? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, you want to hit the blocks? Are we best friends? Dude, so where are you from initially? Uh, we'll get into it. Yeah. I like that we go super personal and bodily fluid based. Yeah, and then, then like, let's get to small unimportant talk. Unimportant details. <laughs> uh, I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been in New York? I've been here since 2018. Oh, wow. Yes, sir. Okay. And you, you went to college down there too? Or did mm -hmm. you come here? Orlando. Yeah. UCF. University of Central Florida. Yes, sir. You guys have a pretty good tennis team. Do we? I mean, I was on the tennis team at UConn. So like anytime we went down to Florida, we play some schools in Florida, like USF and UCF, both very good schools, University of South Florida and Central Florida. Yeah, it's strange because I feel like with any other sport other than football, you can't really have pride in their teams. Well, maybe basketball because like going to UConn, we have right, a lot of right. we got a lot of pride, especially the women's team, men's team. Yeah, but that's uh, I, I think yeah, basketball and football. But football is always like a more fun activity to have, you know, because you wake up at six a.m., you be, start day drinking by six fifteen. I don't know how you guys did down in, in Central Florida. But a lot of a lot of drinking. Is that how people talk in Florida? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. In Jacksonville, sorry, I was just checking the thing right there. Uh, in Jacksonville, there was no southern accent. There's the thing about Florida is it's a big misconception. They think everyone's like the Florida man. There are pockets, and in each little like suburb, it's like a different flavor of Floridian. So, like, Middleburg was our kind of country. You know? I have never even heard of Middleburg, Florida. That's close to well, Orlando it's like, it's or a, Jacksonville? It's a pocket outside of Jacksonville. Okay. And why, what, like, how close was it to Jacksonville that, like, they would have a completely different way of talking? Is it, like, New York and, like, Manhattan and Brooklyn? Kind of. I mean, it was all outside the city. It was yeah. just these little towns. And you would have, like, upper middle class. You would have lower class. And then depending... There's every stereotype had its own town. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of stuff did you do in Jacksonville growing up? 
I didn't like, go what, into like, Jackson. What was much. fun? It's not very unique. We have a beach. Okay. And if you swim in a lake, an alligator will try to eat you. Damn. But other than that, we had a Chili's. We had a Walmart. You know, people played tennis in my neighborhood. Hanging out at the mall, maybe. Sometimes, yeah, we'd hang out at the mall. But other than that, it's like whatever you think a suburb looks like in yeah. any state, it's, it was exactly that. Drugs a little bit, party, house parties at the mall. Yeah, people would drink. <laughs> it was very simple. Yeah. And so everyone's like, oh, you're from Florida. And they have all these, like, things in their Precon mind. Preconceived yeah. notions. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I'm like, I don't, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like if I grew up in New Jersey, I would be the exact same person. Yeah. But, I mean, being in Florida, you had so much more opportunity to do things outside every day than, like, living in New Jersey. When was the first time you saw snow? Probably when I moved here. Oh, really? Actually, no, I went, I went on like some trips, like little trips growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Did like, you want to get, did you want to get out of, wait, what, you North Carolina before he's, before I. Like little trips, you see snow in North Carolina or yeah. something like that. Did you want to get out of Florida the I could time? not wait to get out of Florida. What was the exact town that you were from though, next to Jacksonville? It's called Fleming Island. Fleming Island. So you had to take like a bridge to get to it? Yes, it was an actual island. Wow. Where there was little bridges on each side of the. Of it. How yes. many people lived on that? Uh, little I, don't, island? I don't know. You don't know if there wasn't a sign that said population like 80 or something so like that? No, no. It was a pretty big island. Yeah. Yeah. Were you surrounded by a lot of golf courses? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Not in my neighborhood, but yeah. In the, Did you ever play golf? No. Like growing up? No. Why not? I don't it know. It wasn't intriguing to you that like you saw these courses all over the place? I've never been a sports guy. Okay. I like puzzles. Interesting. Puzzles. Like yeah. how many pieces? <laughs> no, I mean like Sudoku and stuff like that. Oh, not like regular puzzles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, if you like Sudoku, you must like putting together regular puzzles. No, 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 no. I like like mathematical, like number based stuff. But when you tell people you like puzzles, will they put together that you, Sudoku is? <laughs> they put it the, together. The, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Can you do um, what's it called? Uh, the Rubik's cube? No. Damn. So, but I've never tried. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Would you rather go to jail for a year and stay there for a year or stay in there until you finish the Rubik's Cube? Oh, I've heard that. I've heard this before. Yeah, this is a good one. I'd probably go Rubik's Cube. I want to challenge myself. So you're down to be there for like two and a half years if it takes I, that I long? would like to think that I could beat it unless yeah, I Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would think too. But like, I don't know. I might just like go in with the mindset of being like, all right, I'm going to be in for a year. I know what to do. I don't want to be stressed out because I'm down to like work out when I'm in the gym, you know, I mean, in the, in jail, like I want to have my set push-ups, set pull-ups. If they have like a little ledge for me, I don't want to worry about the Rubik's cube. I'm also probably a little bit propagandized by the movie pursuit of happiness where Will Smith, oh, yeah. have you seen Will Smith's yeah, in the I back seen in a while. of a car it. and he just like, he's the first one to solve the Rubik's cube. It's like a big deal, uh -huh. but it was like a subtle thing for him where he's just like this subtle genius. And so I'm going, all right, if Will Smith yeah. in the pursuit of happiness can do it in, you know, a couple minutes. Him and Jaden, I thought we're going to have like a huge career together after that movie. I remember seeing that and be like, wow, this is a true father son relationship. Like they made it believable that they were a father and son, although they are father and son in real life. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's cheating. You think? Yeah. Acting is supposed to be playing pretend and it's, he's just. Do you remember Zoolander? I do. I just, one of my, that was. One of, mine, one of my big comedic influences. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, Jerry Stiller and Ben Stiller in that movie. And, and I thought they handled it. So it was Jerry Stiller was Ben Stiller's agent in the movie, which I which thought is was hilarious. A, which is acting. 
because an yeah, a- yeah, he yeah. was kind of like a father figure agent. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't was. his literal father. Which, Eric? Is just, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is just being what you are. That's not acting. Yeah. I think he, I mean, he obviously got him into that, into that first role. But what was, you saw Zoolander when you were, what, in middle school? And you were like, oh, I want to get into comedy. Even younger than that, when I, when I watched, I remember my, uh, my dad used to have this like van and I have like three siblings and we would all be sitting in like the back section of the van. And uh, I'm like 27. So this is like, you know, back when technology was not nearly as good. And he had this little like uh, TV that was wedged between the two front seats with a bungee cord holding it in place. Love that. And we would just watch Zoolander on repeat. That's so funny. I remember there was a kid who lived across the street from me growing up and he was like the first kid to put cable on his computer. And I thought he was a freaking genius. And this was right around the time when TVs were starting to be put into the backseat of cars like not exhibit style not like the pimp my ride i mean like on the back seat of the headrest of the guy in the front seat or the guy in the back you remember that yeah oh yeah i, I love that, that was show. so lux and <laughs> not the show i meant having the tvs in the back of the headrest you remember that oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember exhibit but like that was such a lux item and they had it for like three years in cars and then i don't know what happened to it oh wow did that go away yeah it's great like the range rover i think like had a, a model that or all of the Range Rovers, I think you could put the TV in the back and then minivans started having it. That's where you wonder so if there was up? some sort of like scientific, like it was like, a, it was like bad for people's health to have like a head, like a TV on your head. And then they oh, just right, hush, right, right. Hush, and got then, rid of it. Yeah. And then also if there's a crash, like you're going right into the TV. <laughs> I remember we watched Spy Kids 2 on repeat. That was like the only thing in the DVD player. Spy just Kids 2? Spy Kids 2. That's yeah. Great, great little movie. I feel series. like everyone has that one movie that they've seen an absurd amount of times. I, f- I feel like I have a few movies that I've yeah. seen an absurd amount of times. Uh, Malibu's Most Wanted, probably Hardball, Spy Kids, Spy Kids 2, maybe Flubber, but I don't remember How old are you? it as well. Space Jam, 31. 31. And a half. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're little. I used to watch this movie, uh, Out Cold. Have you ever watched that? <laughs> yeah, with Josh Peck, right? Is, or no, 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 that it was, was the other was Zach Galifianakis. Oh yeah, Al Cold. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. And they were like snowboarders. It's one of the funniest movies. Of that all was time. that was probably like his first movie role, Zach Galifianakis, right? And then like or his first movie. It was an early role. movie role. Was that the yeah. one with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Before I keep messing no. up, who was in it? That was Snow Dog. You keep getting like the wrong <laughs> snow movies. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who was in it? Do you remember? He was the only one that I remember. Zach Galifianakis. Him being oh, um, David Koechner was in it. Who's he that? He had like a cameo. He's the guy from Anchorman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy, he kind of talks like a little bit, like on the side of his mouth a little bit. A champ from Anchorman. He had yeah, like yeah, the big yeah, hat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, God, we're doing a lot of references. A little bit. So we are, anyone... man. Yeah, hopefully you guys have seen every single one of these movies. So, bro, <laughs> you and I met, I think for the first time, like three and a half months ago. And then I saw you recently in New York Comedy Club. Yeah, where do we meet? It's okay. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. One of those comedy nights. Yeah, 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 and then hey, I ran man. into you at New York Comedy Club. You yeah, happened man. to see like the second half of my set or something. Yeah, bro, like which that. was great. You were hilarious. Oh, so thanks. how you been in New York? How you been adjusting over the last five years? <laughs> adjusting over the last five years? Yeah. God, <laughs> well, dude, you know, because I think there was a there was a period of time where a lot of comics were freaking out, maybe leaving the city and never coming back, aka twenty twenty, something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Pandemic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or just like city in general. I mean, I think if you looked at like a graph of like my my disagreeability, like me being like a little bit more harsh as a person or like, I don't know, being like a little bit more mean in general, not mean, but like, I don't know, 
not taking any shit. Mm-hmm. Like I remember uh, I went home last Christmas and I don't know, you just get in that New York state of mind where you're like, I'm in the zone. No one fucking talked to me, you know, stuff like Everything's that. Everything's moving probably a little bit slower moving. when you were at home. And then I go home and I love my family. They're very yeah. loving people. My brother is such a great guy. And uh, I don't know how I was coming off for the first few days, but at one point, my brother, he felt the need to be like, hey, Ted, you know we love you, right? <laughs> I was like, how am I coming off right now? <laughs> am I being like a dick to Were you everyone? just like moving at uh, light speed and stuff? I don't like, know. Oh, so I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do this. I didn't think I was. Yeah. But, you know, you live in this like weird reality here. Yeah. And so when I'm, you know, I, I go home to like a small town in Tennessee, which is where my family lives now. Complete opposite of this place. Where, so, where in Tennessee? It's a little town called Sevierville near the, near like Dolly World. What's Dolly World? Dolly Parton World? Dolly Parton has a theme park. Oh, no way. How did I not know that? Yeah. And it's been pretty up. She passed away, though, right? She's no, dead. no. Oh, she's, she's, alive. she's alive. She's alive, alive and well. <laughs> she like, lives at the park. <laughs> it's fake news, Ted Jones. Yeah, my bad. What's, uh, it, what is it? Like an amusement park? I've never been, but apparently, yeah, I think they have rides and stuff. Probably like a... It's probably like an upgraded fair with have her you, name on it. Like Coney Island. Have you been to Coney Island? I have been to Coney Island. What do you think about it? I liked it. Yeah? Did you yeah. go on the cyclone? I went on, I probably, I went on all the, <laughs> I went on all the crazy yeah. rides. Dude, I went on it like eight years ago and eight years ago, I was like not too happy going on it because I was freaked out a little bit. It was like rickety, but I don't know. Maybe they put in reinforcements, new nails and stuff, but I wouldn't mind if they went in there and like I think you, a high yeah, tech. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It was, it was what I wanted because I grew up, you know, or I went to like uh, Disney and Universal. So I'm used to all the like the the kind of posh rides that have a theme Space and everything. Mountain, Splash Mountain. Yeah, cool. they're like big budget kind of big ticket <laughs> rides. Yeah. I'm like, I, but I've only seen like a Coney Island type place in movies. Okay. Like like Adventureland with Jesse Eisenberg. Let's get back to references. How, how close is... Where you grew up from Disney World, from Orlando. And then I guess two hours. Two hours. And then in college, I was a half hour. You're half hour from Disney World? Yeah. I had, I had uh, annual passes to Universal. How much is that? I don't even, I don't remember. Wait, but what's the, what's better though? Universal or Disney World? I've never been to Universal, but I've been, been to Disney World. I think it depends on your age. So Universal is better when you're older? Yeah. I mean, no one's ever giving people adults shit about being uh, Universal adults. Right. Is it because like they have the dinosaurs and it's scarier? <laughs> I guess. I mean, there's more. I feel like there's more legit roller coasters at Universal. Really? Yeah. Like what? The, the Superman? Maybe I've heard of that one. Or is that like the Six the Hulk. one? The Hulk was a, a big roller coaster. Um, I don't like roller coasters, man. They're too scary, to be honest. Really? I don't fuck with it. No way. Scary. The one that goes like, I know it's not a roller coaster, but like the pirate's boat that goes like this, you know what I'm talking about? And then you're all the way up here and then you're going to zoom and then you're all the way down here. You know what I'm talking about? The, that fact, one? the fact that you're using this as an example of roller yeah. coasters, you don't like it just lets me <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, dude, and that's just even the baseline. That's not even a roller coaster. Yeah, man, I don't fuck with the roller coasters. <laughs> Splash Mountain was fun. Space Mountain was good. But I don't, like, besides I don't that, like roller coasters. You ever been on the, like, the teacups, you know, <laughs> where they spin in circles? God, that, that just freaks me out. The teacups that you could control, I like, because you, know, you, know, you don't have to go super fast. But what's that other one, too, that when you're like on the wall? And they're spinning you around. Oh, that's like the fair ride. Yeah. Yeah, with the teacup, there's always the one person, I feel like, in each teacup group that's like, 
I got to get some intensity out of this. Yeah, and so zoom, they try to zoom, like zoom the fire in that thing. Yeah. I'm like, quit trying to make the teacup like a, yeah, literally the throw up spaceship. Cup. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing up your gyros and shit. It's a teacup. Okay. It's not coffee. <laughs> What's been a fun part about New York. That's super different from Jacksonville. Besides the, Besides the traveling part, you know, New York, you can get somewhere pretty quickly. But what's been um, an interesting part that people might not think about on a day-to-day basis? I just like, and this might just be more general, I, I like struggle. Because I feel like growing up in Florida, the weather's always great. I, it's living in a vacation. So I in feel Florida. like... In, in Florida. Yeah. But when you live in a vacation, it's almost like you can't experience a vacation. Because it's, it's the norm. So I, I feel like it's almost been a vacation for me to experience like a place with struggle and reality. I'm like, like, wow, there's like cold winter. Yeah, Yeah, there's like cold winters. Interesting. There's like crazy people here. You know, it's got to be harder also to like work on things as uh, being someone who lives in a place that is vacation all year round. You know, like starting a business in Florida is probably not as maybe mentally difficult as starting it in New York, you know, because like at the end of the day, you can go to the beach, unwind. I don't know. How do you feel about that? It's harder to have ambition for sure in Florida. That, yeah, maybe that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um, and here you're just surrounded with a bunch of people who have like big dreams and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. People are like running around without a head. Yeah. A chicken without a head, they say. So your whole family is in Tennessee and they haven't or they went from Jacksonville to Tennessee and they haven't left. We're kind of scattered. My sister and mom in Tennessee brothers. One of my brothers in Phoenix. The other one's in uh, St. Augustine. Florida. Is he experiencing that like 30 day in a row of above 110 degree heat in Phoenix? I'm not sure. We don't talk Have enough. You, you haven't talked. Yeah, bro. You should and when hit we him do, up and When we do know. talk, we don't talk about the weather because yeah. we don't talk enough. <laughs> That's true. You don't have time for the small talk. Yeah. Yeah. When you, yeah. When you wait like a month to talk to somebody that yeah. you should be talking to, you can't, you can't go to small talk. And also in New York too, like the weather is hot too. Like he would say, bro, it's freaking hot as balls outside. And you'd be like, yeah, man, it's hot in New York too. Little do you know, it's 40 degrees hot. I've always hated, I've, I hate conversations like that. Well, weather conversations? Just like the tennis match of of weather trading stories like yeah well, oh that's, it's hot that's, that's the small talk that's like the elevator pitch like oh wow weather man yeah like what are you supposed to talk about with someone in the elevator that's why i always hated office jobs is because that's it's pretty bad but i feel like i could go like in a break room if someone was was down i could go straight to just like we with like with bladder it's like yeah. let's just talk about bladders yeah i guess people are more comfortable talking to a stranger though about something that they know immediately will hit right like if i started talking to someone about bladders like they might be weirded out oh, but thank god you weren't but, it, in but at least if someone's weirded out that's still like an emotional spike you in know a good, in a good way for the person it doesn't who even it have out. to be a good way it's like at least it's something it's like there's like there, it's substantive for for someone's life it's like, oh, this guy weirded me out. That's that's not normal. Well, what about asking if you saw a sporting event the night before? See, that would have went bad if I did that because you're not into sports. No, I mean, it, it so would have been emotional. You're like, I fucking hate sports, and I'm like, all right, jeez, I'm getting I'm, off here imagine, on this floor. You're like, you're like Ted. We love you. Okay, <laughs> I'm your family. It's all good. I'm your brother. Okay, your real name is Ted. Just Ted. It says that on your ID. This, it always fascinates people more than it fascinates me. Bro, it fascinates people about me being Ted from Edward, too. They're like, how did you get to... You just made the same face. I fell for it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just slap a T on that puppy. You think it'd be Tedward? Yeah, people will say that, too. People will call me Tedward and think it's super original. Ted, wait, 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 wait. Can I call you Tedward? 
I just I did it. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know what you meant. I know what you meant. You're like, you know how people always make the same mistake, including you. <laughs> Where's but the D come from? Ted, it's on your ID. Yeah, it's everywhere. That's 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 me. Nice man. You ever travel outside the country? I'm also left handed. Are you left handed? <laughs> I am. Oh, I'm righty. Oh, we'd work well together. We'd be a good doubles team in tennis. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. You want to have a opposite hand? Well, because I'll take the backhand side and in the middle, if the ball goes to the middle, I'll take my forehand. And if the ball goes to the middle, you'll take your forehand. Oh, you're a big so tennis guy. Yeah. So that's what I reference it to. And you referenced tennis before. So I figured we'd yeah, yeah, sprinkle yeah. it back in. Why not? You know what I mean? What are you doing on Labor Day? Are you going to be around? Um, I don't have any plan. I don't really plan my life very much. All right, man. Well, if you are around, we have the first annual Ted Jones World Neat Burger Vegan Burger Eating Contest. Monday, September 4th at 2 p.m. at Neat Burger, 23 Cleveland Place. If you're around, I'd love to have you uh, do a set. It's a comedy show. Also. Oh, well, send me the details. I'll yeah, let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be great. So, yeah, we're, we're fired up. I'm becoming a, a eating contest host, I suppose, because we did the hot dog eating contest, the vegan hot dog eating contest like a few weeks ago. So now we're doing a vegan burger eating contest. I don't know. That many vegan people. Yeah, here you are. I'm one. I'm one. You're of the, the only first one that I've interacted I'm, with. Really? Yeah. I feel like being vegan is like being left-handed with, with eating. Yeah, that's it's true. The same people kind of, look at it a little bit weird. They'll still like try it. They'll still like hang out with the person if they're vegan. Still hang out with you if you're a lefty, right? Except I rarely tell people I'm left-handed. <laughs> and people have to find out. Yeah, they see me writing and they get yeah, confused. Yeah, and they go, "What? You're lefty? What's that like?" I don't know. They say, like, everyone says positive things. Like, oh, if you're left-handed, you're more creative or you're yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I would love to know the study behind that. I don't really know if that's valid. but I think it's unique in a good way, though. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I had an origin story. I remember my mom was in, like, uh, she was a teacher. And my kindergarten teacher, apparently, as I was growing up, my mom would always say, yeah, your, your teacher made you left-handed. You wanted to be, you were supposed to be right-handed, but she like forced you to be left-handed. And I just remember her saying that every like year or so, just reminding me. Yeah. I don't really know what that means. Well, what? I don't think she like held my hand. (laughs) To bring up tennis again, that's what Rafael Nadal's uncle did as he coached him when he was like five years old. He wanted to hit with his right hand, but he made him hit with his left hand because like being lefty was, was better. Yeah. Better advantage. Is it? Do you do, you tell me, do you do other things with your right hand though? I wave. Like eat. You wave with your right Thumbs hand. Up. You shake with your right. You must. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like normal these days. Only because I have to. <laughs> I, don't do, I, don't, I don't go upside down left hand. I feel like we should normalize the left hand shake a little bit. I've done it on accident before and the person really? just goes along with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you have something in your right hand. People do the left hand shake. Yeah. People who know I'm left-handed, they try to strategize where they sit at dinner with me. So we're not like bumping elbows. Like if we're sitting next to each other. Yeah. I wonder psychologically, maybe like being left-handed, I guess I'm used to being different than other people. Oh, wow. So maybe on some level it makes me comfortable. Like you condition the mind to be like, it's all right. I'm different here. I can be different out there. That is most of the decision-making in my life is like, I can't be like everyone else. I have like this weird obsession with like, yeah. Actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are some other things? Well, I remember I was like driving to work. I, I did auditing out of college. I was like an accountant for a little bit. Where? In Florida? Yeah, at, the, at a, like a big four accounting firm. 
And I was just, I was commuting and I was just driving and I was in rush hour traffic. And I just had this weird, like out of body experience where I'm like imagining my car amongst all the other cars. And I just felt like an ant that was just like marching with other ants. And it just, it freaks me out. Cause I'm like, oh, we're all just doing the same shit. I'm just like a cog in this big like machine that freaks me out a lot. And that was the first time you had that outer body experience to where you feel like you need to do things different than other people. No, that's just an example of where it's always, I've always felt that way. So anytime I'm doing something that feels very like orthodox or predictable, I, like yeah. clocking in and then clocking out. And then yeah. Being the ant and yeah. The it's soul sucking. Yeah. I hate it. What's like another example though? Well, I do it with comedy. I mean, one thing when I started, I was like, I never want to do like the same idea as somebody else. So like if I ever learn that my bit or idea is like kind of similar, I'll just get rid of it immediately. Well, but you'll repeat jokes, right? On state, like my own material? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about in general, like I don't want anything I'm doing to be like even somewhat similar to what other people are doing. Well, if you take an idea and see that that idea has been done before, I'll, throw, that happens in I'll throw it away. I just won't do it. Interesting. It's just, it's just a thing that I have to yeah. do. Yeah. Is it an OCD? No, it's behavior? more of just like I have this like need to be, I don't know, unique or something. Right. Or like original. When did this start though? I don't know. I'm not sure. I it's mean, being I, a comedian in New York City, like that's a, and then also having the name Ted and not having a real name, that's quite unique and being lefty. <laughs> yeah. But well, like, thank but, you. <laughs> but, do, but doing something completely different. That's interesting. Yeah. So you said you couldn't wait to get out of Jacksonville or growing up there. Yeah. What was like a reason because of that? Is it too small? It was just, it was just the norm. It felt like what I was used to my whole life, but it was mainly, I wanted to do comedy and I had done comedy in Orlando and Jacksonville. And I just felt like it was a dead end. I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I could grow into what I wanted to grow into in that environment. And I was doing kind of more like meta weird bits when I was, newer i had this whole thing about like being like the inventor of the microphone and i would do this long act out and i would like invent the microphone on stage and then do bits as the inventor. it was really meta and weird i stopped doing it when i was like okay this is this is too much um but like little weird things like that i would do in florida and they'd they'd be so confused where in new york you get a better reaction from that Comics liked it, but then I would do it to crowds and they they would be like, all right, you got to relate to us a little bit. Isn't that funny when you hear the comics in the back dying and then like the crowd is not really loving it as much? Right. But I want to eventually make a, a full living. Doing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And comics aren't going to exactly. pay my bills. Yeah, that's true, man. That's freaking true. But being in a being in a town like Jacksonville and then coming to New York, you said that like there were dead ends. What were some of the clubs that you did? in jacksonville was it like you saw a headliner at side splitters and then he told you to go to new york what was that like no i remember i, I listened to a bunch of podcasts and i remember hearing <laughs> ted jones world let's go um, i feel like i just gave you a promo ted jones world love it uh i remember they said because I, I i'm big on like competition i'm like i want to be around the best i want to be um influenced by the best people i remember hearing something that was like you get good in new york city and then once you're good you go to la and so I was going to go to LA first, but then I heard that and I was like, all right, let me grind it out in New York city and actually have like a good product to provide. Um, Cause you get so many more reps here. 
Yeah, and you're surrounded by just obsessive people who want to who love comedy, which is the best part. Where did you first live when you came here? 2018. Mm, my first apartment was this place called Waterside Plaza. Oh, dude, that's where I had my I, I was homeschooled for a year, freshman year, and that's where my tutor was, Waterside Plaza. It's a cool. It's a cool place. I yeah, still it is go cool. there. It's underrated. Well, what do you go there for? Um, I'll go there just the to like store. <laughs> no, the overpriced grocery store. Yeah, I'm sure. So Waterside Plaza, if you're, you know, it's it's like you cross the FDR, like with this like over this like bridge over overpass, it, yeah. overpass, and then it's like its own complex. So there's like you know this, but there's like four like big buildings, and it's like its own little world. It's like a little neighborhood, and it's on the East River. So and there's a grocery store. So I sometimes I just go out there and I just like sit, and I always walk past the security guards, and they don't know I don't live there. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, you. I don't know if you need to live there to chill there. Maybe. You, you can just go hang out in that plaza. I think it's a public plaza, maybe. Oh, really? So the, the last time I was there, I was running with one of my boys on the on the water over there. But super random. People don't even talk about that when looking for an affordable apartment. Because people will look on, like, the Upper East Side, if you're talking Manhattan. People look on Sutton Place or they'll look at York or maybe, like, some of those pockets. But do you live alone when you were at Waterside Plaza? No, I had three roommates. I, this this kind of changed my perspective. So I was paying whatever I was paying, and uh, I was living with these three guys. And one guy would handle, like, um, I don't think he's going to watch this, so whatever. Uh, I won't say his name, but he would handle all the 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 lease stuff, and he would we would just Venmo him. You met him on Craigslist, or how did you meet Face, guys? Like a Facebook group, oh, okay. and, I, and I moved in there. Yeah. And I had, you know, I had, like, this, a smaller room, and then three of us shared a bat, uh, bathroom, with a shower and then he the, the guy who who handled the stuff he had his own bathroom with just with just a toilet and as i'm moving out i like see i forget if i like saw a piece of paper or something and i saw the total rent and i was doing the math and i was like this doesn't really add up you know i'm like an accountant or whatever I was like, this doesn't really this doesn't really or whatever uh, this doesn't really add up and i confronted him and i was like oh shit as you're like, moving out well, before I was about to move out. And you were there for a year, by the way? I was there for a year, yeah. and I was about to leave. And I was like, how much are you paying on your room? I just asked him flat out. And he was paying like 200 less than I was. And he had the master bedroom and his own bathroom. And I have never been more pissed at somebody in my life. I was like, wow, you're a piece of shit. That's a terrible thing to do to somebody. So he was the one who got you as a roommate though. Like he posted it on Facebook marketplace. He basically overcharged me for a tiny room yeah. so that he could pay less on his great situation. Not great. Isn't how much, how much older was he than you? Uh, like a couple of years. He wasn't that much older than me, like a year or two. Were you friends before you found this out? No. Oh, well we were friends during the year just being roommates or whatever. But I was like, wow, this guy's like a, you know. He's a shark. Damn. Yeah. What about the two other roommates? Scummy. Did you tell him? I think I did. Yeah. You're like, this guy's paying fucking 500 bucks. But it, we were already moving out, so it yeah. didn't really matter. But I was just like, wow. Like, it kind of changed my idea of people. That right there? Yeah, just this idea that you could be, like, screwing somebody over. Mm, and then, like, fuck. and then being friendly with them. Yeah. That's, like, a level of weird... That's like a New York crazy person, as you talk about. Yeah, that's like a, that's, that's a little, like, it's not psycho, but it's like, it's like enough just disconnected from human experience. Yeah. Did you meet a lot of people in Jacksonville from places all over the world? Or was mostly local people who had been there for 
50 years and their grandparents were. I don't really know what a Jacksonville local looks like. It was mainly just like, I don't know, families. The parents had decent jobs. Because I feel like now there are a good amount of people who will go down to Jacksonville, like from New York. Like that's where they're moving to. Is that, a, is that a read I'm getting correctly or not? Jacksonville's really? kind of on the come up. Oh, let's go. They they got like a kind of a younger scene starting. They yeah. got some good bars. Okay. There's beach bars. Like apartments are nice. Condos. I down think they there. have good areas. Um, I don't want to be there. Yeah. I don't like the beach. And that's the big selling point with something like but that. That maybe do you think that's because you grew up because I'm pale on the beach? And hate sharks. You're not so pale. You hate sharks though? <laughs> I fucking hate sharks too. Yeah, I'm terrified of sharks. Yeah. It's it's completely wasted on me. I'm not terrified of them, but I'm scared of them. I don't want them around. This is a weird luxury that I have. Like, this is a weird perspective that I'm not realizing when I swim, like, in a lake in Tennessee or something, for example, or a pool. I have this weird appreciation that there's not a small percentage chance that I could die being eaten by something. Well, but in a lake, can an alligator be there? Oh, in Tennessee, there's no alligators. What's up with that? Is it just too cold for them? I think they're. Around. I think they're lazy. I think they. They just want to stay. I think they like Florida is kind of near Disney World. Vacation. Like, we are not leaving. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't. I don't like because swimming. I feel like is supposed to be a relaxing thing. Yeah. And the idea that some massive thing could be lurking underneath you, about to just bite you, that freak. That. Well, how deep in the ocean did you go out? Did you ever see sharks while you were swimming? It, I don't even have to. It's just the idea that there could be one there. Yeah. I have a fear of the unknown. Well, I think that that would stop me from going out really far in the ocean. Like nowadays, if I were to go out in the ocean, I'd, you know, stick around like 10 feet from the, from where I went in. You right. Know, right from like the edge of the beach. Yeah. But besides that, I can understand maybe from further than 10 feet. Even at 10 feet, it's not like a rational thought. I'm not yeah. like, oh, the 10 feet mark, the percentages. I'm, I'm just like. I can't see what's underneath me, and that makes me anxious. Isn't it weird that the shark is, like, the only thing that is stopping some people from going into the ocean? Like, people, I feel like a lot more people would enjoy the ocean if it weren't for sharks. I'm starting to wonder if sharks even exist. Yeah. It's kind of like... <laughs> just a guy from the government, the CIA, is just freaking roaming around it's the like, beach. It's, some people say, like, pigeons are, like, government. I think sharks are government yeah, issued. sharks aren't real. Yeah, I would like say sharks aren't, aren't real. real. Yeah. If sharks didn't exist... I think humans would have a much larger presence in the ocean. That's not, that's not a crazy statement at all. <laughs> I mean, bro, cause so many more kids would go in the ocean. More kids would be infatuated with the fact that you can just swim in this body of water and it's chill. Go as far as you want out, come back, but maybe a riptide will take you out. But besides that, you can ride the riptide. There's no sharks. Right. Piranhas would be still an issue. I don't believe in apex predators. I'll say that. <laughs> Any environment. I have thought about piranhas before, though, in the ocean. But, like, I think those are very rare. I saw this TikTok video, and the whole the guy's whole page is he has a tank full of piranhas, and he would just feed them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. seen that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's been on my FYP. You just put in your, the chicken thing, and it just yeah. eats the chicken. And they just completely annihilate a chicken. There was this guy who did Rogan, I think it was, like, last week. He was talking about his time in the Amazon the rainforest sure. and how sometimes you would just like you'd step in the wrong way and then you'd be like chest deep up in water amazon water and there would just be thousands upon millions of species of animals that would just be like touching you and shit i'm not down for that i don't really want to go in the amazon yeah you forget <laughs> but you had that like everglades in jacksonville yeah but correct? i never i never went explored them what was that boat with the 
propeller that has the fan. And then a you fan just, boat, I think. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's called a fan Something boat. Something like that. I remember seeing an episode of uh, Naked and Afraid. And you know how they go to different tropical places? Yeah. One of the episodes, they went to the Everglades. And it was, it felt kind of cheap. Because on normal episodes, they're like, you know, on some little like remote island. And there's like literal leopards and stuff trying to kill them. <laughs> but on the Everglades episode, yeah. it's like, I there's like, you can see like Coke cans and like Gatorade bottles. I'm like, that's cheating. Uh, like they have, yeah. they don't have to like craft anything. It's like, you can see like burnt cigarette butts and they have all these natural resources. <laughs> that's just litter. Yeah. They have another one of those shows on Netflix and it's like team. It's a team sport. It's not alone. It's like out. It's called Outlast. Sure. They put like four different groups and put it on a remote island. Have you seen that one yet? No. Uh, that's a really good one. They put them on there for 40 days. They're like, you have to work well with your team. Otherwise, you get kicked off of the island. You can get voted off. That was a good one. I'd recommend that if you guys like those type of shows. Or 60 days in, same type of show. Both terrifying and you can mess up and get killed at any moment, I guess. It's so crazy. That's how good our lives are that we have to create reality TV shows Bro. that simulate how things just used to be. Uh-huh. You're right, man. Like if I was on one of those islands or like Castaway I watched pretty recently. You've seen Castaway? I love that movie. You've seen it recently or no? Recently enough. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And I think like on one of those reality TV shows, they can always just look at a camera and be like, come get me and a boat will come yeah. in and, and, or a helicopter will get them out of there. And it always just seems like they have an unreal amount of cameras. Like even in that you've seen planet earth. Uh, yeah. They yeah, just yeah. have the most unreal shots of an animal. It's like, how did you get that? Have you shot? seen chimp empire? That's my current. No, That sounds scary though. What's it's, that on? It's on Netflix and it is the most fascinating, amazing. I I don't just throw this around. This is the most amazing show I've ever seen. Let them know. Chimp Empire. They like they have like all these amazing camera angles of chimps. These like chimp societies and the it's like the Ngogo uh, forest in Africa or something uh -huh. like that. And you see the interpersonal dynamics and there's different tribes like there's the western chimps and they're trying to like overthrow the center chimps and so they go to war. You could you see a chimp war, and yeah. What are they using as weapons? They're they're beating the shit out of each other. Just their hands? Yeah, they'll like grab a vine and then like jump kick, or just beat on their bodies, and they jump each other. Like a bunch of chimps will like try to isolate it one, and then they just it's insane. Who's typically winning the one on one fights? The chimps, like maybe the lefties, the righties, the ones who's more jacked. <laughs> What's I think they're all know? ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually mad. Um, yeah, so it's it's really fascinating, and you can actually see how similar they are to us. Just in there, like there's like hierarchical status games. But and, are there stronger chimps? Like physically, you can see it. Yeah, I mean the the leader um, typically like the stronger, bigger one maybe is the biggest one, the strongest one, and that's how he maintains his his status is. He, do, he does this thing called, he, he I think it's called demonstrating. And he just starts going crazy. Yeah. And then he'll just run through and he'll just start punching people in the face. Like people of his members of his tribe? Not directly, yeah. but he'll he it's like get out to, of his way or he he'll needs to hold court. Yeah. He'll pick up a branch and just throw it for How no did reason. How female chimps act? They ran away because society. they knew. Well, in that moment, they ran away because they knew. His name was Jackson. He was like the alpha. They call it. 
here's Jackson, the yeah. alpha. You know, it's like, yeah, it's all suspenseful. The females, um, yeah, I mean, they, you know, they played their their roles in the society. They raised the young ones and very docile. And the males would do the the patrols and stuff like that. Damn, they they, they would go secure the this. borders. It was. It's way more. It's better than you would think it would be. No, you're making it sound great. And it's and it's suspenseful. I mean, there's there's moments with the, you get attached to the characters. They all have names. This guy Wilson, he's trying to like overthrow the alpha. He's like the young buck. You Jackson. Know? Yeah, it's really good. Jackson Damn. has like a Jackson has like a right hand man who's like the muscle of the tribe. He's called Abrams. So it's like Wilson has to form an alliance to try to overthrow. So he's trying to like. He's trying to like get be friends with Abrams to undermine. It's all whatever you would want out of reality TV, you see it in this show. It's like this is how humans were before. It's how we still we are. Had, we had, well, I mean, people aren't. But the person who's in charge isn't the strongest physically. Not all. Not always. But that's just their. Um, that's their like their criteria. For chimps, it's the most dominant, but the person in charge, maybe they're the most competent, you know, who knows what it takes to get to the top of like a human hierarchy, but it's the same, it's the same thing. But why wouldn't humans try their best? Like all of us humans try their best to be the most physically dominant, like the peak physical dominance. Why do you think people gave up on that? Well, it's, it's a, and I'm going to go beyond my knowledge a little bit, but I know that ch uh, female chimps select based off of the most dominant male. So they're going to physically, physically, uh, but that's not how it is in human society. I wonder if it was though at one point. No, I think that's what actually, what made us diverge. Our selection process changed. And so we evolved into what we are now. Where female... Our brains are smaller. Yeah, because you could... Like, a female could select for intelligence. Yeah. So they could pick the smarter person. Not just the biggest, buffest guy, you know? That's what makes us, I think, yeah, smarter than chimps. I wonder what... Well, that's probably when things diverged, but I wonder when that started, you know? Yeah, who knows? I think it's all made up. Bro, but. yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool. That's really interesting. Are you, are you always into stuff like that? I didn't think I would be. Yeah. I don't really watch TV shows much, but somebody recommended it. I was like, all right, we'll try it. And after the first episode, I, was, I watched the whole thing in one sitting. Oh. All right, well, now we know what to watch. Ted, this has been a great episode, man. Before we, uh, before we wrap it up and get out of here, we're going to pop up your Instagram. Please let us know uh, where you'll be at, and hopefully we'll see you September fourth. Uh, vegan burger. Send me the details. Contest. I'll let you know. Absolutely. I'll see if I can do All it. right, we're popping up your Instagram. What's going on, bro? Uh, yeah, it's uh, at Ted Barton Comedy. T E D B A R T O N Comedy, all one word. That's me on Instagram, on Twitter. I got a good Twitter page. Check Let's it out. Oh, nice. Got anything exciting coming up? End of August. September, I am filming uh, for rea a comedy reality TV show called The Raw Side of Comedy on August 16th is when I tape my set. Where? At Gotham Comedy Club. All right, dope. We know so I'll be doing you. like a type five. They're going to tape it for a pilot for this for the show. So we'll see what happens. Love it. Ted, thank you so much Ted. for coming on the pod. Thanks Dude, for having me. Freaking best Ted we've ever had to put on uh, the podcast. I'll tell you that. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Peace.